Hello, everybody. You're listening to Simply J. I'm your host, J. Bell Marie, and thank you for listening. So, it's been a very interesting week. Um, I've just been kind of immersing myself in my new role at work, doing a lot of studying, doing a lot of self reflecting as I move into this new chapter. So, Um, I haven't really had much time to really sit down and focus on my other hobbies, such as making this podcast. But today, I had something just kind of drop on me. And I want to talk about what self-love is. I think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions when it comes to self-love and what it's really all about. Um, everybody seems to be throwing that term around and I'm kind of sick of it. Um, I'm also sick of people, uh, making self love into the superficial thing when it goes so much deeper than that. Um, you know what I mean? There's also this thing where people have a habit of telling single women that they have to love themselves first before they can find anyone else to love them. In theory, you know, that is accurate, but, you know, if you want to really break it down, it's kind of elitist in a way. And I think it's elitist because everybody has their own personal struggles. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to sit there and tell somebody that just because they have their own personal struggles that they are not worthy of having somebody to love them. I'm not going to sit there and make them feel that way. And I have a feeling that there's women out there who feel some type of way about that whole statement, you know? So that's one thing that really seems to bug me when it comes to people talking about self-love. You know, people, a lot of the times, they don't have any clue what the hell they're talking about when they try and tell people to practice self-love. Um... I'm just going to tell you guys a little personal story. I used to have this friend and, you know, this particular friend was somebody who had it all. You know, she had the career, she had the wonderful husband, you know, the sat and the third and, you know, which was fine, you know, more power to her. You know, those are definitely blessings. But she used those things that she had going for her to look down on other women who didn't necessarily have that going for them. And I just so happen to be one of those women. Uh, Me and this individual no longer speak because of that. And the biggest problem I have when it comes to things like this is the fact that there are people on this earth who have never had to have any kind of struggle a day in their life. You know, it seems like they were born into good luck and that they always have like a smooth transition into everything and they're always excelling and they're always, you know, they move very smoothly in life, you know, which is fine. That's great. But I feel like those people should not use that as a way to look down on those of us, me included, who have had a less than straight and narrow path because my path has not been straight and narrow at all. My path has had many curves, bumps, ditches, flames, like whatever you want to call it, my path has probably had it. Be it, my path is a lot better now, but a few years ago, I wasn't really quite so lucky. It's only through, 
the universe's blessings that I'm still here and I'm still standing and I'm able to really share this with you guys. Um, now, I love myself every day, 24-7 on a daily basis. I'm just going to go on and say now that it self-love doesn't have shit to do with spa days, massages, bath bombs, uh, champagne and a bubble bath. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Be it, yeah, that's nice and everything. Yeah, make yourself feel good. Whoop, do whoop, whatever. But self-love comes from within. Self-love is how you move in life and how you treat yourself when it comes to things in life. And I want to share with you the 10 ways that I show myself love and how I love myself. Number one, I no longer worry about people pleasing and what other people think about me. I used to be a notorious people pleaser. I used to say yes to everything. I used to feel bad about hurting people's feelings or saying no or whatever else. That is not a good way to be. It's exhausting, it's draining, and quite frankly, it shows that you have a lack of boundaries. So it took me getting burned a few times for me to realize that you just can't be nice to any and everybody. Life doesn't work that way. There's some people who respond to honey. There are some people who respond to vinegar. And you just have to move accordingly and deal with people accordingly. I walk to my own rhythm and dance to my own music. Look here, I'm 35 and I'm fresh out of fucks to give, okay? I've gotten past that whole awkward, I have to be a certain way, I have to look a certain way, I have to talk a certain way. I've gotten past that phase in my life. As I'm moving into damn near middle age, I'm starting to learn, hey, none of that shit really matters. It doesn't matter at all. And if it does matter to somebody, then they don't need to be in my circle or in my life. Number two, I stand up for myself whenever I need to and I don't take crap from anybody. I am a sensitive person. I am. But I'm not so sensitive to the point where I cannot clap back at somebody who has disrespected me. I'm not. Many people say I have no filter. I really don't. I have been called cold. I have been called tough. I've been called hard. I have been called blunt. And you know what? I probably do embody several of those things. But... With great power comes great responsibility. I don't go looking for trouble. I don't go looking for confrontation. But if confrontation shows up at my doorstep, I handle it accordingly. Number three, I cut people off who drain my energy. Look, I consider myself an empath. I'm somebody who feels very deeply. I feel everything. I feel the slightest change in energy. Um, I can tell when somebody is not being genuine. I just have a way of sensing things that most people just don't understand. And 
people like me have a tendency to attract a lot of people who are energy vampires or energy leeches. An energy vampire is somebody who latches onto you and just saps up all your energy. They like to emotionally dump on you and they don't replenish your energy in return. They just take all your energy from you. They take your compassion, they take everything, and then they leave you being drained and depleted. Now, I've had to cut off a few people because of this and I really don't care because being drained for somebody like me, it's a no-no. And it's something that I just do not tolerate. So it's all about having boundaries, people. You know, always make sure you've got boundaries in place. Number four, I'm always practicing self-improvement, whether it's from learning something new, changing a bad habit, or being a better mother to my daughters. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be multifaceted. And I'm a very multifaceted individual. I like to know about everything. I like to study things. I like to learn new skills. I have several skills that I know, you know, I I have several skills that I've built upon over the years. You know, that's just the way I am. I've always been that way. That's something that I love to do. I love to learn. Number five, I go after what I want and don't give up until I get it. Now, during paramedic school, there were several times where I just wanted to throw in the towel and give up. Um, it was because of stress. It really was. But then I had to remember why I chose this path in the first place. And I also had to remember that I got chosen for this course. And this is something that I wanted. And I was not about to give that up. Because I worked my butt off to get to that point. So I wasn't going to give up right then and there. Just because I was having a hard time. And this is exactly what I've gotten in return, a paramedic license. It's what I wanted, I saw it, I went and got it. Number six, I know when to be silent and know when to speak up. Listen, not everything requires a damn response. There are certain people in my life who have rubbed me the wrong way. And sometimes the smartest remark is silence. Those of you who don't recognize that quote, it comes from Memoirs of a Geisha, and it was quoted by Hatsumomo, who was the lead geisha in the geisha house. That's a phrase that I live by. Sometimes the smartest remark is silence. Um, Seven, I revel in time spent alone. I like being by myself, be it, you know, I have my children, you know, yes, of course, I'm not really technically by myself all the time, but the times where I do have those moments, I really fully enjoy it. I go out and eat by myself. I have gone to the movies by myself. I have taken myself out on dates where it's just me and my own company. Yeah, people look at me funny. I really don't care, but that's part of who I am. I'm naturally... A very introverted person so I gain energy by going within and spending time with myself a lot of people don't like the fact that I'm not constantly running the streets and going to party all the time but once again I really don't care what is good for them is not good for me it is what it is number eight when it comes to dating I make it very clear about what I will and won't tolerate I have a, here, I have a thing about dating, you know, uh, I am single, I'm dating, 
not necessarily looking. Uh, I'm just getting to know, you know, different people right now. I wouldn't even really call it dating. I'm just kind of, you know, existing, whatever you want to call it. Um, here's the thing. You have to be very upfront with a person about what your intentions are and about what you want and about the do's and the don'ts when it comes to you. You know, a lot of people think that is being too forward too soon, but you know what? I don't, I believe in putting all your ducks in a row and putting everything out on the table where everybody can see it. I don't believe in surprises. That's not a good thing. Wouldn't you rather know what you're getting yourself into ahead of time until finding out later on down the line? You know, so I look at it this way. If somebody can't handle how I am and what my expectations are, they can get the hell out of my face and I will not lose any sleep over it. Number nine, I am no longer afraid of my own voice. I'm going to go off on a little side note here and tell you guys this. There is somebody who tried to censor me at some point in time because I was telling my story and they did not like the fact that my story involved them. I did not use their name. I don't believe in doing that. But I did tell my story and I did share my experience about what happened with this person. Well, this is during my blogging days when I actually wrote about it. Uh, This person decided to send a link to my blog to my parents and I caught all kinds of hell about it. Let me tell you this. Back then, I backed down. But this was a few years ago that this happened. I'm an entirely different person now. Nowadays, I don't back down. I have a voice. I tell my story. I'm a wide open book. I'm no holds barred. And I don't give a damn anymore about sparing people's feelings when it comes to sharing my experiences and telling my story. I don't. Not one bit. And finally, number 10. I am no longer afraid to live my life the way I want to spiritually. Now, those of you who do not know, I am not a Christian. I follow African-based spirituality. I'm not going to go into too much detail here because I'm still a baby on this path, but there's a lot of misconceptions flying around when it comes to African spirituality. African spirituality is not demonic. It is not dark. It is not evil. It's neither one of those things. It's a very beautiful path. And I think if people took the time to really research and open their minds so that they can understand, I think that it would clear up a lot of the misconceptions. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't 
like to live that way. And it's not my job to open people's minds. But one thing I am going to do is live authentically and continue to walk this path that was put in front of me. And I'm not going to look back. This is the path that I am walking. And spirit is behind me 100%. And I'm unapologetic about it. Now, I used to have this hang up when it came to it because I thought that people would think I was, you know, it was once again me trying to break out of that cycle of caring what people think. You know, I was afraid of what people would think. Not anymore. I'm not. No. I'm trying to live a lot more authentically nowadays. That right there is self-love. Living authentically, living unapologetically, standing in your truth, speaking your truth, living your truth. That is self-love, people. Now, on that note, what are some of the ways you practice self-love that don't involve the glitter bombs and the, wait, the glitter bath bombs and all that other fluffy frou-frou crap? What are, the, what are some of the ways that you express self-love to yourself? How do you live self-love every day? I'd love to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at simplyjbell or you can hit me up on Facebook under jbellmarie. Thank you for listening to Simply J. Till next time.